Welcome to the Health Made Simple Community Podcast. My name is Casey Kiro, and I have over 15 years experience in the health, wellness, and personal training field. Today's podcast, I dive into the top three things you need to be adding into your diet, not eliminating. This is one of the things that I work on with my clients is adding these three things into their diet versus taking away. Anytime someone tells you you should not eat this or you should not drink this, we don't like that, right? It's mentally, it's much harder to do to eliminate versus add. And so I hope you find this extremely helpful because guess what? I have had plenty of clients that I've worked with adding these three things and they have noticed massive health changes, weight loss, stronger, all of these things, energy levels, all those things that we're working on trying to feel our ultimate best. These three things, honestly, I feel like can be a game changer in the nutrition field. So I hope you enjoy. All right, I want to dive into everything um, nutrition and my top three nutrition pieces of advice that I have my clients actually incorporate into your diet versus eliminating. I feel like that's the most important part of this aspect when we're working on diet changes or dietary lifestyle changes is adding things. When we, in our brains, we love the idea of adding. We don't like it when someone tells us we can't eat this, we can't drink this, we shouldn't be doing this, right? Even me just saying that, I can kind of feel it. So there, this is when I work with my clients when we're working on nutrition is there are three main areas that we work on adding these three things that I will get to in a second. And I will walk you through all of those so that you can help you help you get going. But before I kind of dive into that, I want to kind of cover the quick idea around nutrition and what's happening is what's happening in our health and wellness world is nutrition is gotten, gotten, sorry, over complicated due to the fact of there's so many diets that are, that are being, you know, there's information about tons of different diets out there. There's tons of information of I should eat this food and not that food. And, and I've had, I've, I'm having people ask me these questions. Should I eat this? Not that I've heard this is bad for me and et cetera. The list could kind of go on. And this is what I want to tell you. Stop. First of all, the reason why these foods or diets have been created actually has to do with there's individuals that have certain health conditions that these diets and even eliminating certain foods actually help. So if you, for example, are someone that you don't know if you have any health issues or underlining, you know, anything that's causing just general poor health, if you're just looking to lose weight and feel better, you need to start with the basics before we get into the nitty gritty of, hey, do I need an intermittent fast? Hey, do I need to do keto? Keto? Hey, do I need to do paleo, etc. Let's start simple. If the simple things are not working for you, then you would start diving a little bit deeper. But let's start simple. If, like I said, if you don't feel like you have any underlying health conditions that you know of, sometimes we don't know, and that's fine. Um, start with these really basic nutrition approaches. Once again, I like to keep my approach with coaching my clients very simple and basic so that you guys can understand these things and take it and utilize it. And then, and I would suggest you take this aim for three months consistently, minimum. If you don't feel like you notice any changes in your body or anything, then we might need to dive a little bit deeper into the nutrition world. And maybe there is some underlining health concerns. Maybe there's, you know, obviously there's a lot of discussion around gut health and things like that, that we need to dive into. But step one, (laughs) that's why I wanted to cover that is let's start with the basics. So what do I tell my clients to add? The first thing and number one thing is protein. So if you hear me talk about it time and again, protein is the number one nutrient that I encourage my clients to start eating. One, it helps you with satiate, satiation, so it keeps you fuller longer. 
excuse me. And the reason why it keeps you fuller longer is the fact that it takes so long to break down protein, protein, the, the food source itself, it takes a long time to break this down into your digestive or through as it digests through your body. So this is why it keeps you fuller longer. Guess what happens when you stay fuller longer? You don't need to snack. You don't feel like you have a dip in, in food or, or, you know, cravings or anything like that. This is why protein is phenomenal. Um, and it can help aid in weight loss because it keeps you fuller longer and you're eating less. And of course, last but not least, is it helps build muscle. I'm mean, what what type of uh, fuel do your muscles need to help grow? Protein. And so protein is the number one um, food that we'll start diving into with my clients. And how much, you might ask? <laughs> Anywhere, I would love for you to start from 90 to 100 grams a day. Majority of my clients that come to me that start, when we start looking at their nutrition, they're only eating 50 to 60 grams a day. We want to amp that up 90 to 100. A really simple math, 30 grams of protein for breakfast, 30 grams of protein for lunch, and 30 grams of protein for dinner. That's it. Start there. I think this is really, that's a very easy way to think of it, to start there. Ultimately, I want you to, as we, as you can maintain that 30 grams of protein per meal for about two, three weeks, then I want you to push it up a little bit, you know, a little bit higher. Because ultimately, I want you to get up to 0.8 to one gram of protein per ideal body weight. So for example, you're a 150 pound person, you're looking anywhere from 120 to 150 grams of protein a day. This is good. This is one of the, this is, of course it's good. Um, but of course, remember, this is helps with you building muscle. This helps with fat loss. This helps keep you fuller longer. It also helps with it. You know, there's sugar level, your insulin that drops. That's some, some more other dietary information that's getting thrown around there, but it is true. It helps your insulin, uh, maintain and stay more stable that way because you're, you're having food within your system. When you eat foods that are really fast and easy to absorb, are it doesn't stay within our system long enough and so that's is where like energy levels drop sometimes we get cravings um and those are really like fast acting type of more really like white based carbohydrates and sweets i would say goes under that category so anyway i'm not going to go into that but protein 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 the first thing you need to start adding is protein and make sure you're eating enough if you even want to get really wild aim for 50 at breakfast like front loaded in the front of your day and then make sure you get up to the 90 to 100 at the end of the day but make sure you were this is a good goal for you to start looking uh, more into the protein and something to start adding into your diet versus hey Susie you need to be eating less I don't know cereal for breakfast for example <laughs> let's have cereal and a protein add 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 it's so much easier for our minds all right the second thing is water hydration hydration guess what also helps the breakdown of the protein in your body if you are not drinking enough water guess what's going to happen you're and you're eating enough say you're eating 100 grams of protein you're actually going to get constipated unfortunately so because it takes so much work it takes a lot of work for your body to digest protein this is, this is why it's so phenomenal so you need to be consuming minimum 64 ounces a day of water so start there first as always track to see what you're drinking right now if you're not drinking enough water amp it up to 64 and then we want to start to increase slowly slowly as everything as you can tell is we're doing increments because if you're like oh my gosh i need to be drinking one gallon of water a day that's really hard for someone that is only drinking one bottle whatever 16 ounces a day to a gallon that is almost impossible right so start slow 64 ounces is a really good place to start. That's three, uh, you know, the 16 ounce bottles. Think of it in something in that. Did I do my math right? I may have not. 
I'm going to do the math real quick. 16 times 3. No, it's not. That's 48. Um, I'm really bad at math, guys. I bet you it's 4. Want to see my math? 16. I'm on my computer right now. Yes. Four 16-ounce bottles. Not three. I apologize. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yes, not only does this help with the protein breakdown, hydration in general will just help circulate things within your body. It's going to get the nutrients to the cells that your body needs. Because remember, if we don't have enough water, our body, yes, is made up a lot of water. I don't know the percentage off the top of my head. But then your cells aren't getting it, and then it depletes our body of nutrition. So think of it as like the carrier for nutrition into your cells, into your body. I feel like that's a really good way to put it. Water is the train that pushes things into your cells. It gets things into the di digestive tract that's supposed to go in there and it's supposed to help. And it, the water also helps break it down. So it delivers the food and the nutrients of where it needs to go. And this is why we need hydration into our day-to-day -day lives. Okay, the last one is fiber. Once again, fiber also helps with the nutrient breakdown of protein as well. <laughs> so when I have clients working on protein and water, we also talk about fiber. Fiber is a phenomenal, is another nutrient that is very valuable into our, it helps our stomach, it helps our GI tract, it helps digestion. This also helps as a longevity piece that goes with protein. Protein's another longevity aspect because th these are the foods that are extremely nutrient dense and our body loves them. So how much fiber should you be aiming for? You want to be looking for anywhere from like 25 to 35 grams. You're going to have to play around a little bit with fiber because some people can handle more. Some people can handle less. It all kind of depends on what your body can handle. You know, maybe if you're an individual that is having digestive systems, you're not going to be able to handle a whole ton of fiber. So as always, start slow. <laughs> Once first step one, you've got to track to see where you're at today. And then you slowly add another like five grams of fiber. Can your body handle that much fiber that's coming in? And we and not saying that it can't ever get to this. That's the other part is you're just slow. You're doing gradual increments into your diet and this will be phenomenal. So one of some of my top, I want to walk you through some of my fiber like uh, foods that I think are phenomenal that are really good to add into your diet. Sweet potatoes are awesome. Black beans chickpeas provide a great, you know, source of fiber. Uh, raspberries and blueberries are very high fibrous fruit along with apples with the skin. Yes, you need to eat the skin with the apples. Oranges, kiwi, broccoli, green beans, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, carrots. Those are obviously more in the, the uh, fruit and vegetable family. You, yes, can also get fiber from your whole grain. So this is, you know, any type of whole grain breads, whole, you, know, you can go brown rice, you can even do quinoa. Those are also fibrous foods as well. And so incorporating, oh, oatmeal, it's another good one. Um, just make sure you're tracking and being mindful with how much fiber that you're getting in with those. Uh, but incorporating your fiber with enough water and enough protein, you're, you're golden. I'm kidding. If you set your plate up to look to have a really good high protein dish and you've incorporated enough fiber onto your plate, you are going to be much more satiated, fuller, you know, of course, satiation is keeping you fuller longer. You're going to help your body just fuel, operate better. It's going to help your sugar levels. Um, it's going to the insulin levels that, that's now being discussed about. It is just going to help a whole lot into our day-to-day -day function, um, energy levels, if I didn't say that, but these are the three areas that I tell my clients to add. I'm not kidding you. This is it. This is all the, <laughs> these are the main things we work on. 
Yes, I do some, you know, I kind of dive into the macros, macros, remember your macronutrients, your protein, fat, and carbs. I am more concerned about your protein, water, and fiber intake than your protein, fat, and carbs. And when you start here, these are very simple steps that you can start incorporating. Like if you were not eating enough protein, remember one easy way is just add one little extra serving of whatever your protein source is. If you're eating two eggs, I'll put to three eggs for breakfast. If you have a small chicken breast, add like a quarter of the next chicken breast so that you have more chicken onto your plate. If your plate doesn't look like you have any fibrous foods on there, grab some broccoli, grab some brown rice to throw onto your plate. These things are going, you are going to notice a huge change in your diet just by incorporating these things into your day to day. And of course, the water, make sure you're being very hydrated. So add protein, add water, add fiber, start there before you even dive into all the other stuff, all the other uh, diets that are being prescribed out there. Start simple. And if these are the, this is how simple we can start it, right? Like I said, you got to track. I know tracking is not fun, but it gives, a, gives you information of where you're at. Because if you're like, oh, I know I'm eating 80 grams of protein a day, but that's really just a guess. Maybe you're under eating. Maybe you're overeating. Not overeating, but you're, maybe you're eating way more than you originally thought of. And maybe protein's not something you need to worry about. Maybe you're eating 120, 150 grams of protein a day and you're doing fantastic. Great. Now let's track your water. How much water, you know, and that's how you start. And you always, my suggestion is add anywhere from like five to 20. I know it's probably a big range, um, grams of each of these things to slowly incorporate into your diet. Uh, just so you're not overloading your system. Cause remember that all of all, all of these, obviously between fiber and pro protein, they take a lot of work for your body to break down. And so when you go from say super low to high protein fiber diet, you're going to get constipated. Your system's going to get backed up. So go slow is my biggest suggestion in all of this. So anyway, that's the, the best, the simplest way you can start your nutrition. If you are so confused, if I could help simplify nutrition for you, I hope these three areas are really helpful. If you ever have any questions about this, please, you know, reach out Instagram. I'm super active on there. Um, at Casey.Curo, C-U-R-O-E is how you spell my last name. You can also find me online at CaseyCuro.com is my website shoot me a message, shoot me a DM. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback. And then last but not least, um, to help get this podcast, keep getting out to more people. If you, you know, could share my podcast, that would be awesome. These are free ways to help support, share my podcast. You could comment, you could do a rating or review. I would love any of that stuff. So I appreciate you all. And anyway, I hope this was helpful. Have a fantastic day.